Blog Talk Radio. Hello everyone. It is Sunday, December. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm sorry. It is Sunday, December 4th in 4.30 in California in the United States or the U.S. And I really wanted to play a little bit of music that made Irene Cara so famous. Um, And I also want to finish reading her movie list. So I have 30 minutes as opposed to 15 minutes, and I should be able to cover quite a bit more material about Irene Cara because she was really one of my favorite artists by far. Let me see. Hopefully you all can hear it. Okay. Hopefully you guys were able, you guys and dolls out there are able to, were able to hear her singing um, her signature song saying, and it was like, who did not want to head over to Juilliard in <laughs> New York or just um, just pursue music, acting, dance, creativity? I mean, it just gave you such a feeling of you could do it, you could accomplish being some type of entertain, entertainer as long as you went to school first. And it was my understanding also that Irene Cara had a huge following um, and calls the, what do you call them? I want to say artistic schools, but um, the schools for music and dance went way up in uh, registry or enrollment, excuse me, in enrollment because of fame okay so it was a a huge huge hit in so many ways and it clearly when you start to see culture and society affected by a movie or song or both um it's it's significant you know it 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 is a significant movie or showing the theme is resonating with folks and that's what you really want your movie or whatever it is you're doing. You want it to touch others. You know, so they say, hey, you know what? I want to be that. I can do that, you know? So the second song that was a massive hit was Flashdance. What a feeling. So let me see if we can get that playing for my wonderful audience out there. There it goes. Yeah. This is performed by Irene Cara. What a feeling. And it came out in 1983.
Okay, so now we can see why that wonderful, magnificent song won an Oscar. And uh, I think the actress in it was Jennifer Beale. She was quite beautiful. And then um, you had beautiful Irene Cara, Cara rather. And um, the story or the theme of the movie was really good. It was good. So What a Feeling by Irene Cara was taken from a 1983 soundtrack. The soundtrack was named Flashdance. Is the music I just played was actually the unofficial music video and had been extended and remixed oh, by whoever posted it on YouTube. So that's why it sounded a little different. <laughs> so I apologize, everyone. Um, I want to see if I can find the unmixed one, right? Wouldn't that be helpful? Um but I think most of us remember that song, whether we were born or not. It was a huge movie and a huge song. And especially if you are a musician of any sort, you know this song. So um, I do want to get back to Irene Cara's movie career. Okay, let's do that. And I did do her statistical facts on my first part one of um, her career. Sorry about that. That's my friend. She's going through some stuff right now. Okay, so let's see. Um, Okay, I did do all of the videos. Yes, video, videos. I did do all those already. And I was trying to get down to the last of her movies. So, um, but I do have a story to share if anyone's interested out in the world about my my one uh, connective story. I was um, in my basically in my preteens when I had been seen by a fashion designer and he saw me because I was just walking down the street I believe I was going to a friend's house that's where I was going and I was in Pasadena and this this dude comes up to me and with his car, I mean, he's in his car, excuse me, he's an older gentleman. And like I said, I was preteen, and he gave me his business card and asked me to call him, said he was looking for models. I mean, how many times have we heard this story, right? So I actually was naive and not all that bright, really, really wanted to be famous bad, you know. I really had that book when I was younger. And um, then I had called him up and we did a fitting. And when he did the fitting, he told me it was for the actress, singer, songwriter, Irene Cara. Uh, 
And he said, I could tell by your figure that you were her height. And she's 5'1", I believe, five between 5 foot and 5'1", which is in a whole lot, just like, you know, an inch. And she was just quite petite. And it was, um, I think, um, because they do it by your bust and then by your, your uh, waist and your hips and all of that. When they're measuring you for, in order to uh, uh, do a fitting for a celebrity. And so I happen to be her petite model. From there, I went to many fashion shows with this designer, and I helped dress super tall models (laughs) at these great modeling events in Los Angeles. So it was well worth me knowing him. Um, I should say there were pros and cons. There were definitely some cons. But the pros were being a a model for Irene Cara, and also um, I was fortunate enough to learn a lot about fashion and fashion shows. So that is my connection, one of my connections to Irene Cara. Also, I was I used to sing quite a bit. Um, it was really for pageantry uh, or pageant show. Uh, excuse me, pageants. Excuse me, talent shows and wedding events. Like, you know, I was like, your wedding singer. <laughs> How about that? And um, I would rehearse. When I'd be rehearsing, warming up my voice, I would always sing the album of fame. And then from there, I would go on to Whitney Houston. And then there were other vocalists. But those were my main two. They were always between Irene Cara because I loved the idea of being a singer on stage and then also being a big singer like Whitney Houston. Okay, so I, and I used all my songs that I loved in particular were um, Irene Karras, Out There On My Own. I forget how it starts out, but I think it's like, um... Sometimes I wonder who I am, who I am, do I fit in, make believing is hard alone out here on my own, something like that. And so, oh. We're always proving who we are, always reaching for that rising star. So anyway, I can't remember all the words of this song, so that's why I kind of did a double take on one of the lyrics there. But I did that one, and then um, I love fame. Baby, look at me. And tell me what you see. You ain't seen the best of me yet. Give me time, I'll make you forget the rest. So that was uh, 
two of the songs, and I'm not trying to belt out on you folks because she is the original singer of those songs. She made them quite famous, and she made it possible for young singers like myself and aspiring singers to have material and uh, material for for us to practice with, which was really wonderful. Okay, so thank you, Irene Cara. Now, what I want to do is, I think I want to, I really want to go back to the movies here. Um, one moment, folks, one moment. Okay, here she is, her beautiful self. I can't believe they have Adele at number one. I'm not sure why. She's not the number one vocalist in the world. Okay, remembering Irene Cara. So let me get back to hers. Um, there we go. Am I there yet? Am I there yet? Okay, yes, I am. <laughs> Finally, I am back to the movie page. Oh, and for those of you who don't agree with me, uh, they have Adele and IMDD, which stands for the Internet Movie Database dot com. Um, I don't know if a lot of you know globally who Adele is, um, but they do have her in the number one singer spot, and I think they're basing it off of. Um, a lot of things, but honestly, she's not the best vocalist live at all. And I know by far Whitney Houston was definitely the best vocalist of all time. Um, live. Um, and I'm not, and I'm going to say as a international vocalist, Whitney Houston was by far number one. And had they not snuffed her out of uh, Oscar nominations um, for all of her movies, because she sang in all of them, I believe she probably would have had three or four Oscars just for music alone. Had Clive, you know, kind of put her on that track. And um, I think so. I'm pretty sure because her voice was absolutely incredible. And I'm sorry, but I just don't think Adele was the one. But if you want to um, explain to me why you think Adele should be above Whitney Houston, feel free. I'd like to hear your thoughts on that one. Okay. Um, Where are we? So we're back to sweet. Love the lovely, beautiful Irene Cara. Uh, Hearts are wild. She was in that one. She did one episode. It was a TV series, 1992. She was the voice of Beauty and Beauty and the Beast, 1992. The Jungle Book, excuse me, The Jungle King. She was the Lynette. She was the voice of Lynette, 1994. And DJ Bobo and Irene Cara, What a Feeling, in 2001. And music video. 
And 2006, she was Irene Kara in downtown. Okay. And, oh, sorry about me just trying to sing like that. My voice is quite tired. I did some vocal practice earlier, and I don't know if anyone's ever tried molasses. Um, molasses and green tea to sip on. It has a lot of vitamins and nutrients in it. Um, I have that, and it's my first time trying it. It really dried out my vocal cords here. Um, and also, I was using my head voice, which isn't good. It's it's really great to use all three parts. So those who sing know what that means. Okay, moving on. <laughs> uh, okay, she was 5'4 in height. I apologize, 5'4. Let's say have her down as. And again, born in 1959 of March, on the 18th day, she passed away recently, November, or transitioned, excuse me, November 25th, in Newport, Ritchie, Florida. And she had one spouse up until 1991, from 1986 until 1991. His name was Conradi her parents were Gaspar, Cara, and Kara, excuse me. I keep saying Kara, by the way, because I used to be Kara, Turkish Kara, which is K-A-R-A. So that's also why you'll hear me um, fumbling around on the pronunciation of Mary Kara's name. So I apologize for that. But hopefully by now, after four episodes on on this wonderful, amazing woman. Um, everyone knows I'm speaking about Irene Kara, okay? All right, so that's it for now. I do want to do a little trivia um, from Irene Kara herself. Excuse me, quotes, quotes. I don't mean to sound immodest, but I never had any doubt that I'd be successful, nor any fear of success. I was raised as a little goddess who was told she would be a star. Oh, and so that was in Cosmo Magazine, a direct quote from Irene Kara, 1985. Her, her trademarks were energetic and upbeat. The trivia is wrote the lyrics of Flashdance, What a Feeling with co-writer Keith Forsey while riding in a car in New York headed to the studio to record it. The music for Flashdance was written by Giorgio Moroder and the after result was not only a number one record, it also won them an Oscar and a Grammy. Okay, so what I'm reading from is the IMBD page.com and I will put the link in the description box, okay? So if you want to look up and learn more about Irene Cara, you're more than welcome to um, when you have time, you know. And if you're an aspiring singer, she's definitely a singer, a songwriter, dancer, actress, um, 
pianist. I mean, she was excellent. If you have a chance, watch her in Japan on YouTube. She's pretty amazing, and she speaks some Japanese as well. So I thought that was really, really cool um, of her. And lastly, um, oh, I have provided quite a few pictures in the presentation today. I just have to do the whole copyright um, usage usage clause in the description area. And I hope that everyone really learned quite a bit about Irene Cara. Okay, so again, she was an actress, a singer, and a songwriter, and producer. And she was destined for a life of accomplishments that millions strive for, but very few actually attain. From being able to play the piano by ear at the age of five to earning an Oscar, multiple Grammys, a Golden Globe, and a People's Choice Award, Irene's rise to stardom was paved with experiences of a lifetime. Okay, so she was really a fireball of talent and stardom. She was meant to be a star. It was very obvious. And she didn't seem to be all into her her looks or anything, although she could have been. She's beautiful from head to toe and very natural. And so she was really a a class act. And I I miss those eras, you know, where women were, were talented. You know, there was nothing they couldn't do if they put their minds to it. And um, it's really missed just hearing pure singers. And they have so many fraudulent ones now. It's like a joke or a joke. I'm not even going to put a name out there. And I don't want to put them down. I understand that they, they may think that they're singers. But there are a lot of things singers do that people who cannot sing well do. And one of which is they always want to sing a cappella or have no problem doing that. They're vocally trained. They have their own original sound. Um, There isn't any song that they cannot interpret into their own style. Um, Oh, they understand scaling, using their vocal ability to use scales. And they are not self declared or self-declared singers and all that good stuff only, but you have vocal coaches and all kinds of people in the business that are going to vouch truth and not let's like go along to get along, um, but are very honest about their abilities as so witnessed by their own eyes and ears. And so she was one of those true talents. And so I really enjoyed her. And she will be missed, you know. I'm hoping that we'll get traditional music back. What do you folks think out there in the potosphere, podcasting sphere, huh? Pot, pot, potosphere? Does that make sense? <laughs> I just made that up right now. <laughs> But I do have on a special guest tomorrow. I want to do my shout-out. 
with him. Um, his name is. Do I have it here? Uh, let's look here. Let me check. Before I close out the show, let's see. Because I'm doing these shows um, at the very last minute. And I think I'm going to stop doing this. <laughs> because I like to lose my place and stuff. I really like a planned show for my audience. That's so kind to download or to listen to to what I have to say or to listen to my magnificent guests. I hope you all were able to listen to the author that I had on, Mr. Damian White. He was amazing. Amazing. Really, really um, an outstanding poet. Okay, let's see. I need to do my shout out real quick. I have 90 seconds. Um, if not, you know what? I can do a trailer to my uh, guest. But he's an Emmy Award winner. Okay, so I have an Emmy Award winning guest coming on tomorrow, December 5th, 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Okay, and then 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. All right, so tomorrow, Monday, December 5th, I will have on a special guest, okay? Vinny Postivo, Emmy Award winner. Oh, I'm sorry, he's on at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, okay? 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Bye for now, everyone. Thank you for listening to Coffee Chat with Camille, and keep on sipping on the coffee. Bye for now. Thank you for listening. Did I say bye for now? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Bye, everyone.